0: Welcome back to the Chaluminati podcast, episode 153. I, as always, am one of your hosts, Mike Martin, joined by the Boone, Helm, and Lucinda of L.A., Jesse oh, and Alex. I don't even want to
1: e- examine that one. Yeah, no, wanna, I'm all right. I wish there was a guest here so that we could just blow right past this. <laughs> no,
0: you can't. Not not now. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. I I need to know who's who. I don't Which one hear, of us
1: is the cannibal?
0: Yeah, which one of you would be the cannibal? If the two of you, if, if it came down uh, to it.
1: Well, let's be real. I, I would, I would, I
2: would eat a person.
1: Okay. I oh, like, yeah, shit. I'm ready. All right, All it's right. like Danny McBride in uh, this is, this is the end. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen that. What is that? It's a film. Oh, okay. it oh didn't know if It was a TV series or a film. That's why I was asking. It could have been. Yeah, it's okay. It, it's a film. <laughs> he plays himself in the film. Danny McBride does in the apocalypse. And he has a gimp, uh, which he made out of Channing Tatum.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's all I needed to know, I guess. Uh, pretty um,
1: much. Yeah, there's not much more to it than that. A lot of dick jokes. Jonah Hill's pretty funny in there.
0: All right. Are we going to watch know. it one day? Should we watch it together one day? It's great. It's about the end times. It's great. Yeah, we can make that work at some point. You know, yeah. we got to splash in a good movie eventually. Speaking yeah, of which, I mean, I mean, the best movie, movie knowing, we've done is... If you guys want to take a
2: moment, this weekend I watched the movie Knowing with Crendor, <laughs> Oh, fuck. I don't even know. I've never heard of that. Knowing that is, movie a movie, is one of the. The end of that movie is sheer insanity. Do not <laughs> spoil. One day we should no, watch. No, I would n- I would never. Yeah. It is another Nick Cage movie except this oh, time God. Nick Cage is gifted a letter from 50 years in the past <laughs> that identifies the date and
1: location of calamities. It's better than <laughs> Pay the Ghost. <laughs> that sounds awesome that sounds it's so better good. than pay the ghost and it came around out, i think i think it came out around the same time that jim carrey did uh the number 23
2: it was okay. when all the number movies were coming out and this was like more number stuff except this one is nick cage has this letter and this letter is like i'm gonna stop
1: 9-11 They're,
2: yeah basically that's like <laughs> everything that he's like i have to stop terrorist attacks i gotta go <laughs> but spoils you can't stop the future from coming. Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's
1: but great. you can't it stop. one of those. In- oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, no, it's not good. You sure? No, go. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Go for it. But you can stop the Illuminati from coming if you don't contribute to patreon.com slash Chilluminati pod. Too late. Uh, you know, where you get all kinds of great. We're here, uh, baby. Incentives. You know, for your we came, that's the slogan. We came. We we When we hit twelve thousand on Patreon, we'll we all saw, come at the same time. We're here. We're already here. We came already. We're like Chilluminati, Venny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, go there, support us on Patreon, get episodes uh, without ads, get mini-sodes as soon as they come out. There's one for every episode since like episode 50 or something. something a, like that. A stupid amount, a, a crazy amount of, of content just waiting for you, not to mention the movies that we we're just talking about, amongst other things. So uh, go go check it out. Pay the ghost. Pay the uh, ghost. I'm the ghost.
0: That was the last one. Oh, this time, should we spoil what the next one is for those? Because, yeah, we should. We should say what it's going to be. Because Pay uh, the
1: ghost. I'm the ghost. Next time, it's... it's- suburban sasquatch bow, bow, bow. what is th- i have it's, no idea what that is i am so excited to watch that with you boys it's so good i promise 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 that after we watch suburban sasquatch we will watch a honest to goodness documentary
0: <laughs> good we did we did watch that documentary that yeah. you brought a legitimate, documentary. a legitimate documentary yeah we gotta give him a legitimate documentary yeah that's fair uh, the other thing before we get started on the episode, hey, we still have tickles to, tickets available. There's like well, the and tickles. Like, Let's be honest, we got tickles available too. Well, if you're at the show, I offer tickles. Ugh. If you, you know, that's you got to buy a ticket for the tickles though. That's a whole separate. That's, that's a whole separate that's purchase. On, that's
1: on. That's on Mathis's
0: private page. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's what we do on the back streets afterwards. That's behind a um, paywall. Right, definitely. Yeah, yeah. big paywall. Five dollars. Uh, just I need you guys to go to chluminatipod.com and go buy your tickets. There's like. Austin, Under, Texas. Come on, there's like 25 tickets left, I think, or less. So they're almost gone. So just scoop them up while you can. Pretend, Austin, Texas.
1: Pretend like it's 2008, and you're going to see at a, a dope indie band. Yeah, down at a Except place no that also serves coffee. No, there's one sick. There's like one sick track that plays. It's pretty like. That's true. Yes, it's very true. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, like yeah. one sick track that plays. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's, it's going to be very good.
1: big
0: uh, eyeball. I, I, the whole time, just looking down at you. Very big eyeball. Uh, Jesse, before we begin also, are you ready to finally admit aliens are real? They are not real. <laughs> is that something,
1: is that a new feature of the, every episode of the, <laughs> the show going forward for hey, now, uh, for this moment? Hey, uh, by the way, Jesse, are aliens real? No. Are ghosts Maybe real? Maybe after tomorrow morning no. at 9am when they do the <laughs> press
2: conference, they may be real. And if that's the case, I will come back next week and say, wow, they're real but yes, i'm so i'm ready the press conference is gonna come and go and there's gonna be no new yeah. anything
0: math is oh, gonna come be on like now. you think the government would hold a useless press conference for the united Absolutely. states citizens come on come on They they respect us more than that today's episode everybody <laughs> is back to true crime let's bring it back to the more fun topic shall we Last week, we began the story of the Kentucky Cannibal, and kind of like Alex, I promised a two-parter. But as I was putting the script together, I realized this man's life is so insane, I just needed to make sure I got all the good bits, so we're going to be three-parting it. It's a three-parter. We're oh, on shoot. part two today. Part two of uh, one.
1: Part two of part it, one today. Part two
0: of part one and part one of part two next week. Uh, we're going <laughs> back to, to Boonhelm, and I'm very excited because... When we last left him last week, we were the unfortunate witnesses to the tragic murder of Little Barry Shoe. Tiny little, little footsteps leading oh, up to that Barry tiny Lala Fell body,
1: <laughs> dead on the ground. Upsetting, upsetting. It's just not fair that somebody with such a cute name went out in such a shitty way,
0: right? Yeah. Like you said, he didn't get shot or anything. Like he just got stabbed in the heart. He that got was stabbed it. right in the fucking heart. If you yeah. if
1: you are my age. Uh it's very likely that you were traumatized by that guy who gets stabbed in the heart and saving Private Ryan. So I don't want to think about that for Little Bury shoot. I've seen that movie, but I don't remember that part. It's because you have no soul, Mathis. I guess so. I guess I just I have no no soul. You no just watched that guy nothing. get iced out with cold hard steel and you you just took another bite of your brazen <laughs> Like, oh come on now. I'm
0: probably correct. I was like, oh, that was excellent. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anyway, though we know very little about Boone's cousin whom he'd stabbed with his Bowie knife through Ugh. the heart for turning down his invitation to go out on a rumored gold rush, the thing we did know is we loved his name. Rest well, little berry shoot. You were a good little <laughs> footnote in episode I'm 1. I'm going to
1: sprinkle a couple of blueberries into a patch of sugar plums. Uh nice. In your, in your yeah, honor that's labor. perfect.
0: That's perfect. Before giving the fairy uh, before <laughs> Before he gave the heinous crime he'd just committed much thought. After sheathing his Bowie knife, Boone took no time before he started quickly scouring Littleberry's home for whatever valuables he could find. What is he, like playing a fucking video game? Yeah, yeah. straight up. He was just like, all right, well, this is what I have to do now. Time to start scouring, Uh, like holding down the B button in Red Dead 2. If this was Red Dead,
1: I would shoot this man dead or stab him in the heart in this case. Then I would put my bandana on and then I would start uh, (laughs) (laughs) rifling his body for a watch or a Three cents,
0: <laughs> or a half-eaten can of some sort of food, and I'll eat that uh, fucking food too. I'm not gonna let man, that shit go to Throw the can on the floor. Yeah, I'll litter <laughs> to the west. I'll get that shit started early. <laughs> Whether Boone wanted to make it look like a robbery to keep the law off him even longer, or he just re- or he just realized he'd need some sort of form of wealth before fleeing town, didn't matter too much. While this was certainly the worst thing Boone had done up to this point, it also seemed to phase him very little. In a way, this was the logical next step for a man filled with so much rage and violence, and the past few years had been awful to him, a debt he'd been able, to, unable to pay back, being forced to date his would-be wife for a whole year after being turned down, and then she would marry him, which he saw as kind of a complete ownership over her and the law desperate to put him behind bars, with his wife then divorcing him shortly thereafter when he left to go mining, Boone had been seething with vengeance on his mind for years, unable to take it as bad as he wanted to. But with the death of Littleberry... He'd finally found a way to release all that hatred and petty vengeance. And it with,
2: sounds like you're describing an episode of Game of Thrones. With the
0: death I like of how Mitchell every Perry, time I go through like, my script, you're like, you sound like you're describing this. And you're it, like, uh, the way you're describing
1: it, it does not sound like a real thing that happened. It's like, I'm a picture. When you say Littleberry, I'm like, oh, it's Gergie from the Dark Crystal. Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes! Or from the Black oh Cauldron. The Black Cauldron, not the Dark oh, Crystal. Man. Everybody would have came after <laughs> me if I had said the Dark, the, the, the dark Crystal the right dark there. The, the Dark Cauldron. The Dark Cauldron. That's, yeah. uh, what's that's uh, with, uh, what's his name? With Sinbad in
0: there. <laughs> Sinbad. Um, well, with, 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 what few belongings as that he could get his hands on, Boone ran out to maybe the only thing he truly loved other than himself. He ran out to his horse, and then he ran town as soon as possible. This is your RP for Red Dead Redemption. Don't lie. You made this story. My RP? <laughs> I, I play I have you know. I play a good guy in all video games. I'm a good man uh, somewhere.
1: That's like the same as being a good guy in real life, pretty much. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. pretty much the uh, same. Thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 No. No. All yeah. When you either. get up
1: to those big pearly gates? St. Peter's gonna go, now Jesse, what did you how did how did you, what did you do to that robot in Soma? And I'm what gonna did say, you do to him? set him free. I took I a didn't. piss on his eyes, baby.
2: <laughs> <It's good. laughs> I didn't, I didn't do blunt. Anything wrong. The guys I was with made some poor choices. Not me though. Yeah, this guy Evan was just the guy was in the car everyone. I was the getaway driver. <laughs> <laughs> you can't put me away for life. <laughs> I believe just just nice not the cops.
1: Yeah. No.
0: <laughs> Boone was already packed up and he gauged he'd have a few days before they'd find Littleberry's body. Boone was certainly impulsive, as he'd been evidenced his whole life, but what Boone never truly was was prepared, nor was he remotely experienced or trained in surviving out in the wild all on his own. <laughs> his beeline escape out of town would very quickly turn into a slow-paced meandering. As Boone had not taken enough water to last him much more than a oh day. Oh my god! <laughs> this I is just how he live long enough to become is a fucking cannibal. cannibal, cannibal? You'll see. We're we're gonna get today. We are gonna get to how he became a cannibal today. He don't got you so worry.
1: hungry because he just ran into the wilderness with nothing. That he ate the first <laughs> fucking person he saw. <laughs> that was it. It was like five days in. And the man oh,
0: was already chomping on a dude's leg. <laughs> He was ended up wandering from creek to pond to stream, refilling his water skin, along with long pauses to let his horse graze. As he also forgot to take much food and made sure they, uh, uh, n- and it made sure that they never made much progress in their escape. And being inexperienced in long rides, Boone also soon became riddled with what was known and is known as saddle sores. Yeah, I know those which, all too well from every time I've ever ridden a horse. There you go which ended up forcing him to walk and lead his already thin and starving horse by the rope. Boone did attempt some hunting for some food, but failed nearly constantly much too much work for a man used to doing nothing. And yeah, how would he be a hunter? He does yeah, it- exactly. No, so exp-
2: he could he mine gold. And he was like, they don't give you the gold. Come on.
0: I just got, like I try to imagine like what what I think Boone did to hunt out there because he only had his knife he didn't have a gun I just I just like imagine trying to jump a rabbit with his knife like it's, trying to be all sneaky in the woods it's not good because the way that you're describing him it just sounds
1: like what would happen if I did this like oh, it, me too yeah. I would a
0: hundred percent if I went wandering the woods this would become me I'd get lost <laughs> I'd die <laughs> it would be awful and. True to his inexperience, the wilderness was going to claim Boone if something didn't intervene and didn't intervene soon. Luckily, it didn't take long for the town to come across Littleberry Shoot's corpse, and there was no question in their mind who had done it. Everyone had seen Littleberry out with Boone at the saloon that night, drunkenly plying him with more and more whiskey for some bizarre adventure to Texas for a gold rush claim. Even though for days prior, he wouldn't be able to, he wasn't able to shut up about California's gold rush. And before the the day had even, and before the day had even come to a close, the sheriff and the extended Helm family put together a posse and went out after Boone immediately heading West not buying that Boone had gone to Texas like he was claiming. Hmm. Besides, he hadn't even had the good sense to leave in the right direction if he wanted them to believe that he was going to Texas. <laughs> yeah, he sucks. he sucks at this. <laughs> this yeah, guy, he's awful at this. This guy is a bummer. <laughs> yes, he is a bummer. What? And much. <laughs> yes. No, well, there's just like a
2: hilarious nature to the fact that most of the people that we talk about are... Just they like, go through bad things and it gets worse and worse and worse. And it compiles. And Boone is like failing his way to cannibalism.
0: Yeah. Yes. it's exactly he's what's just happening. Like,
2: I'm bad at everything. So I guess I'll eat a man. Like, he's crazy to me. <laughs> like, it's not even like. And then his
0: terrible childhood. It's like, like Andy Dick, Dick stories. Gumb. It's like, yes. it's like,
1: yeah, he's like a notorious sh- guy who sucks at everything.
0: though uh you bring up something that reminded me uh somebody made a good point over at the subreddit well we don't have any record of him going through any true like head trauma he was literally fighting grown men every opportunity he had and i'm sure he got punched in the head multiple times as a child because he was a buff 10 year old fighting teenagers so yeah he very likely had some sort of head trauma just from being the town's like Wrestleman, I don't, I don't know what else to call. I'm champion? Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the town's champion The town's, drowns, the, town's <laughs> the town's muscle, the town's town's heavy, the town's <laughs> ten year old bodybuilder wandering around pointing at adults. He's like a man in there. From, from the beginning, he's just from, from the, the, the
1: beginning. The, from <laughs> little Hitmonchan. Yes, <laughs> from
2: the beginning, this man is comical as hell. And I like it's a little Machop. Every what's time you telling me a like they a terrible thing. I, it's almost silly. And I know it I should not laugh, but he's like, and the first person he killed little Barry shoot
1: <laughs> It was the f- it was the friend of the share. Like it's like <laughs> dude is dumb.
0: This is a man that can only exist in the Wild West. This is
1: <laughs> the, like, Clearly. There
2: is <laughs> like a very specific time that this man could yes. exist. And he did. And
0: that is where we're at. And, I can't and wait he's to go through why through the people like this. this don't
1: exist anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) really. (laughs) It's it's, and it gets better. Let's just keep going. So it didn't take long for the posse to eventually come across Boone's tracks and they expected it to be a pretty straightforward manhunt. What they hadn't expected was Boone to take actions while in the wild. So clearly counter effective to long distance travel and survival. Boone's own stupidity was actually going to buy him time. It didn't take long before Boone's tracks strayed from the beaten path, and even when they were able to pick up his travel in the wilderness, they were unable to make sense of his actions. And every place they uh, every place looked as though he had taken off as fast as he could, as though he had just committed the murder. And he had been gone, mind you, for days before the posse was put together.
2: Are you telling me that this guy like got lost and then like had a moment of like, oh, I gotta go with this. <laughs> like,
1: <what? laughs> I, I gotta get yes. out of here.
2: That is dead correct. I, I stabbed that is... Little Bury
1: in the heart. <laughs>
2: can I tell you what to get funniest? out
1: of this fucking place. <laughs> can I
2: tell you what's even funnier about that. I imagine in my mind that it's the guy as a ten-year-old he has the energy of a 10 year old spazzes and like runs really fast for no reason that is how I imagine him just like little tiny buff boy running in the woods
0: but you are weirdly kind of correct because his mentality never really left that youthful like 10 11 12 year old thought oh, process he's just Man, a little machop so running around in the woods <laughs> a little machop <laughs> unable to feed himself <laughs> with a dying horse just and thirsty <laughs> with a, little, a butt full of sores dude with an ass full of sores oh, so you imagine he's walking all stiff little (laughs) naked gray boy with buff arms (laughs) yeah so like you said jesse he was just like it looked like he had just taken off from every camping spot or every place he stopped to drink or let his horse graze guberoni dude he was clearly tiring out his own horse way faster and sooner than if he had just paced himself (laughs) properly and took it slower Moreover, as they followed the chaotic path Boone had taken, it became even more obvious that he had gone in circles multiple times over multiple days, making no progress. Well, of course. This is Jar Jar Binks. The posse believed he was acting much closer to a runaway (laughs) child than an actual calculated killer. Yeah, that sounds, that's exactly what you're describing.
2: Sounds (laughs) like a person who doesn't know what they're doing and then has moments of like, I gotta get out of here. And just like runs off. It's like if Tom Tom Sawyer,
1: it's like if Tom Sawyer was Jerry Lindegard from Fargo. (laughs) Sure, (laughs) sure. That's that's the movie Fargo, Mathis. Thank uh, you. I don't know. uh, I I shot Because I don't know, you know,
0: I feel like that's I'm like I're here in my head. It's a movie. It's a movie
1: about all your problems piling up until you are driven mm. to murder, because in the Midwest, you can't say what's wrong.
0: Sure. Yeah. And that that that, is definitely the truth. (laughs) (laughs) You
1: eat eat
2: butter and cheese to clog your feelings. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Honestly, though, Boone being lost in the woods might have been the best outcome for them in most cases, dying and forgotten. This may have been at least annoying or rather at most annoying or even just a welcome relief knowing Boone was clearly incapable and would die in the woods. But instead of relief, it ended up causing more stress to the town. In Boone's utter nonsensical wandering, he'd left the controlled territory of the town and wandered into a Native American reservation where the laws of the sheriffs no longer apply. This is like one of those old goofy cartoons
1: where he like learns how to play baseball, but it's like, so you're going to murder Littleberry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, The tension between the reservation and the growing town were already extremely tense in 1848 and were still and still free nations were fighting back against the colonization moving west. And Boone wandering in there could be seen as an invasion and spark a bloody retaliation where they could easily ride out in force and slaughter the small towns within spitting distance of the reservation. Moreover, the government had put the fight against the Native Americans on the back burner while the majority of their supplies and attention were currently now going toward the raging Mexican-American war. Yo. Luckily luckily for them, they hadn't needed to travel too deep into the Native American territory before they finally stumbled across Boone, his dead horse tied to a nearby tree, while Boone himself was squatted in a nearby dried out riverbed, trying his best to slurp moisture from the mud in the ground, completely malnourished with his clothes hanging off of this his body. This is like
1: when like a family is murdered and they like find the dog. <laughs> yes. That's like what yeah. th- this, that's what this is like. This sucks, dude. Fuck that He was like two feet from the, from the horse and he was just like, <laughs> this is like a scene from like an opera about like, this is like a Cormac McCarthy novel. This is, this sucks.
0: It does. It definitely sucks. And it's also
1: insane. This guy needs should be, this guy should be squashed underfoot like a
0: bug. (laughs) (laughs) Initially (gasps) Boone did try and run off, but it didn't work too well. He was caught thrown on the back of the sheriff's horse and the ride back. The multiple, the multi-day ride back to town began Boone the whole way giggled to himself and rambled randomly about nonsense and sometimes not even words nature clearly having a toll on his mental health the sun battering down and having he haven't had a real food or drink in possibly days and randomly through the ride he would make attempts and stumble off the sheriff's horse and try his best to sprint into the nearby woods barefoot and like How like how
1: did somebody not just like shoot this man in the back
0: <laughs> like what well, the f- he, they were trying to get him back because he. They wanted him to go to court for the trial of Littlebury. They wanted like justice to be served, even though justice meant he would be hung. Regardless, they wanted the town to have that kind of closure. I legit would have just like fucking tied his legs together. Like I well, like they, well, they did actually. They got after the second attempt of Boone attempting to run off, he found himself hogtied and gagged, thrown <laughs> over the back of the horse for the rest of the ride. No, that shit. checks out.
1: That's like literally yeah, exactly. Red Dead. That's
0: literally Red it Dead Redemption. Red yeah. Where you're riding yeah. around and exactly. the person on the horse is like, ah, and then you're like, shut up. And you like <laughs> hit him in the face. Well, they didn't knock him out, though. On the multiple days ride back, Boone would continue his giggling and bab- babbling to himself through the muffled gag. And at night had to be put on watch. If he'd ever attempt to escape again, he was to be shot in the head dead there and then. The whole posse became kind of unsettled as the days wore on by his clear loss of mental stability. And by the time they'd finally returned to town, their opinion of what to do with Boone changed. At first, they were going to try him and hang him. But now they believed the man they'd brought back wasn't the same man who'd committed the murder. Instead, they called in a physician to determine if he was truly insane and whether they believed Boone or not, and whether the physician believed Boone or not, they did sign the papers to declare him insane and send him off to a lifetime stay at a mental hospital slightly out east of in the state. But How not long did that last? A, a lifetime? A lifetime. Yeah, of course. This is where the story, we're actually almost done with the story. Yeah, is that? Oh, all yeah. right.
2: Well, then that's, oh, thank God. This guy. Yeah, yeah. This, this is, is it. crazy. They named one him of, the cannibal. It's yeah, one of those show. names that, yeah. like, you know, like they call the big guy tiny. No, I get it. I get yeah. it.
1: Yeah, 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 It's a fun name.
0: It was, Wild West was weird.
1: It's going to be uh, like the Greenstone Part 3 now.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever he that be is sent off, he wouldn't be sent off before Littleberry had his funeral and there Lucinda with a new swaddled babe would arrive and learning of now uh, and now learning of Boone's mental instability. She was able to excuse the torture she went to now, not believing that the beatings came from an evil man that she was trapped to, but instead from a sick man and he deserved pity. Though she would still maintain her distance and never really speak with him or build a relationship ever again. But for her, it was a way of healing, I think. To her, she was able to at least kind of put it in a box and put that trauma in a place where she could accept it and move forward. Before long, Boone was shipped. And the is, truth, that is a that is bleak. <laughs> yeah, just, it is bleak, is, but it's just like that it is what bleak. it is, you know? Yeah. Um, before long, though, Boone was shipped out east, and the truth revealed itself as soon as boone was far enough from the town in missouri where nobody actually knew him was around anymore the insane act instantly dropped oh my god yeah he knew uh and instead boone became the absolute perfect patient boone had known all too well that the only punishment for murder in the west was a hanging and the moment they'd caught him his only goal was to survive And insanity on the trail back was his best bet, and it worked. Within the sanitarium after Boone arrived, Boone was cooperative, obedient, quiet, and friendly. He acted respectfully toward all the doctors, and he quickly became the many of the doctors' favorite patient. In fact... They'd actually bring Boone cigarettes if they'd help them out with certain things throughout the day. A little cleaning or some office work, et cetera, et cetera. Are you kidding me? This <laughs> is this is the KFC moment. I know. I knew where you were he's just say like,
2: <laughs> i manipulated everyone. And now I'm going to eat you. This is uh,
1: what's his name? Uh, he murders Jude Law and then he's in the boat with him, hugging him. Uh, Fuck. What? It's a, one of those movies that Mathis probably hasn't seen. Uh, I definitely haven't seen with it. Matt Damon in the oh, boat. Shit. Matt Damon
0: in the Jude, boat. Hold oh, on. Sh- Matt Damon Give me a sec. <laughs> we're on a search. We're on a search right now. We need answers. We need oh, answers. Oh yeah, it's The Talented Mr. Ripley, guys. You
1: guys I've never, seen, never it? seen it? Are you? I've, I've you never seen, seen The Talented Mr. Ripley.
2: No, I haven't seen oh, it.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, first of all, Jesse, stop this show. Let's cancel the episode that we're recording. All right, bye, you everybody. Need, you need okay. to watch. You need to watch The Talented Mr. Ripley immediately. That is a is, movie. Movie is that anything that like made? Meet Joe Black? Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. But it's not like Joe I've seen
0: Meet Joe Black. Though, how have I've you
1: seen, seen that, that movie?
0: That's the one where, like, it's death, yeah. right? He's dead. hundred percent. Yes, I've seen that movie. Can I yes. ask? Can I
1: ask? Like, just because we're here and we have nothing else better to be talking about right now, <laughs> uh, wh- what were the like? Where you saw it on VHS? Yeah, right? Joe. that was VHS time, right? A hundred percent it was. I'm just like, yeah. it's like an R-rated movie for adults. <laughs> that's like a, kind of a romance with like some magic elements. <laughs> and you I, were... what I
0: remember is my, my parents oh, watched it first. I think they rented God. it. And then they deemed it okay for us to watch as kids. And I think we, and I watched it with them. That's the only time I've seen it. And I remember very little, but I have seen it. And fair, I fair of enough. remember the story. Heck, fair enough. Go. Okay. All right, back to the more important topic. Generally. The talented <laughs> Mr. Ripley, right? <laughs> Boone was sharp, funny, and friendly, and the staff really ended up enjoying his company. And if this had been, if it had all been legitimate, if the sanitarium had truly brought out this aspect of Boone, we'd maybe see a happy ending. But of course, this was all an act and a ploy. Manipulation at Boone's finest, maybe the only thing he truly was good at. While other patients were exposed to torturous stuff like hydrotherapy, the orderlies and doctors saw how cooped up Boone seemed to be, and instead, he got prescribed exercise and walk in the sanitarium's gardens. <laughs> of course, he was watched by other doctors, but that's what he got. I'm just literally picturing
1: Ace Ventura right now. Is that weird? Not I, seen that one? I, I, he's a pet detective. Don't worry. No, Ch- I've yeah. seen oh, Ace Ventura, <laughs> but I don't. I don't see. The, I don't understand the comparison when he goes. When he goes to
0: the sanitarium. Oh, I don't remember that part. <laughs> all i have is pop culture i got nothing else i don't read i'm sorry i'm like adhd and autistic i can't X Men? i can tell you all about the x-men i can i can tell you about video games and true crime baby that's in aliens that's it that's all i got that's all that's in my head i don't have enough room for anything else i can talk for hours about the Cree. (laughs) uh but those daytime exercises it wasn't enough at night He would pace his small cell back and forth, and one night orderly had taken a large liking to Boone. And soon, the two of them would have nightly walks in the gardens, even after Boone had spent the entire day out there. It was nice nice enough out where jackets weren't required, and Boone began to build a rapport and trust with this man. Each night, Boone would ask for some privacy so he could go relieve himself in the woods, and the orderly allowed it. And each and every time, Boone would come back in a timely fashion without complaining, get offered another cigarette to smoke, and they would continue their walk and conversation. <laughs> Jesse is rubbing his temple I, right I, now. I have to remember it's a different time. Oh, like, yeah, eighteen forty. The idea that there's in,
2: like, yeah, go do your business, you wacky <laughs> wabbit. Go have well, fun. Well, he wasn't,
0: to be fair, the orderly was breaking the rules. They were not allowed to be taking these guys out at night.
2: Right, but already... He's doing that. And then he's also like, yeah, you can leave my site for a while. Yeah. Crazy.
0: Yep. But Boone obviously was simply biding his time. And the, patients, and the patients and the patience would eventually pay off one night while Boone had gone off to the bathroom during their uh, nightly walk. One of the orderly's coworkers came strolling by, hoping Boone wouldn't return until his coworker had left. He had a polite, if hurried conversation, as it was very against the rules to be taking patients out at night. Eventually, though, the coworker left without issue and the orderly called out for Boone. However, Boone had already seen his opportunity arise. And while they spoke, he took the time to run off.
1: And then he died of hypothermia the next day.
0: <laughs> well, if you th- if you think Boone spent any time reading about wilderness survival at his time in an asylum, uh, you'd be incredibly wrong. <laughs> the s- the sanatorium was deliberately quite far away from any civilization and the orderly had decided not to report what had happened in fear of consequences. (laughs) Yeah. That checks out. (laughs) Yeah. So when it had finally been noticed that Boone was missing, days had passed and they had in the place, the sanitarium had no intention of tarnishing their reputation. So they simply disregarded Boone, assuming hunters would eventually come across his body. And when that didn't happen, they changed tone and said that his body had probably been eaten by wildlife and what? that he would be nobody else's problem. What?
1: What a fucking leap. Like what? what? <laughs> that's
0: literally what they did. That's it's what like they if, wrote I, down. if
1: I if, if like that's like my that's like my dog's logic. Like, oh, he's gone from the house. He's dead. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I will. I will rebuttal. It is fair maybe to believe that because, again, they were really far away. They were surrounded by wilderness. Boone didn't have any supplies. It's not like he was eating like a king there. And the man genuinely wasn't prepared to be out in the wilderness for a long period of time. Um, They were really close to the truth, actually, because Boone once again became very quickly malnourished, this time with no supplies to help him last multiple days, doing his best to find water and hunt or forage when he could. He ended up failing most of the time. And as the wilderness was about to claim him again, Boone had another stroke of good fortune.
2: <laughs> a stroke. Older,
0: yes, he had a stroke, died, and that's the end of the story. An older, experienced miner had stumbled across Boone who was in a desperate need of saving. He gobbled up what food and water was offered wordlessly and spent the rest of the day with the miner. When the time came to set up camp... Boone kicked back, relaxed, and did nothing, not thanking him for saving, not even uh, opening up gentle conversation. And once once the the man's donkey had been tied down and camp fully set up, Boone wasted no time getting up and immediately scrounging through this man's belongings, taking anything of value right in front of him while he was sitting there making dinner. Just like rifling through his bag, like and his like going belonging. into a shop
2: in Skyrim and just stealing from yes. the person,
1: and they're like, "Oh, come again?" You know, uh, well, good, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I know of it. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. This dude is the ugly. Like this dude is yes. just like pure trash. Like he is mm-hmm. just schemer Whoa, from Shining don't Time talk Station. Talk about my boy like that. <laughs> Which boy? The ugly. Oh, Eli Wallach. I love that. That that dude's great. He's great. Uh he's he's a little he's a little rat
2: fink, is what he is. But he's so entertaining, this guy. He hasn't this even seen anyone very, yet.
0: This guy's very entertaining. He hasn't even mean a person yet. Nah, Not yet. Uh the miner, of course, wasn't gonna sit there and let him do that. So he started shouting at him and telling him to stop and get back from his belongings, but Boone. Straight up ignored him, didn't acknowledge him, and just kept rifling through his things as though he wasn't even being spoken to. He's going to eat this motherfucker, isn't he? (laughs) And when he wouldn't stop, the miner stood up, walked over, and put Boone to the ground with one punch to the jaw.
1: Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Well, never mind. Okay, I guess.
0: (laughs) Boone had lost a lot of his muscle over the years of being out in the wilderness and then being in the sanitarium for a few months. Once Boone had been uh, put solidly on his ass, the Prospector made his one and only mistake. Once he was on the ground, the Prospector tried to reason with Boone instead.
2: Well, there's your problem.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And little did he know, Boone was not a man who could be reasoned with. While the Miner spoke to him, Boone simply played dead until the Prospector got close, where Boone would then spring up and strike him over the head with a large rock that he had palmed and hidden under himself, when he took the fall. The prospector stumbled back in surprise, but Boone didn't relent. Strike after strike, the rock hit his head, and long after he'd fallen to the ground, Boone sat straddled over him, turning what was left of his head into a bloody pulp, only stopping when exhaustion forced him to. Boone wanted everything that he had, and murder was the easiest answer. Life meant nothing to Boone, and after Littleberry... He learned not only did life mean nothing compared to his own, he learned killing was a release and he started to enjoy it. With a donkey, supplies to last weeks, and valuables for trade, Boone was finally comfortable for a while. Nobody would bat an eye at a missing prospector. Nature tend to eat them up every day. That would be the last time Boone was actually seen in Missouri.
1: Also, and that the prospector's name was Lily Pistol Twinkle Springs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I will neither confirm nor deny if that's true. And the next time we actually have recorded eyes on him is in Canvas, uh, Canvas and in Kansas, a caravan had let him into their camp for a little while trading supplies, but they noted Boone refused to set up his camp near the warm glow of their fire staying a good ways out, seemingly always on the lookout and paranoid. Caravans were safe from Boone's violence though, but solo travelers were too tempting for Boone to pass up. To continue his journey, since he was still no good at hunting or finding water, Boone would kill and loot any solo traveler he came across and had the relative, pro- and as long as he had the relative, any? Pretty, much, pretty much anyone. Yeah, it was a 50-50 shot whether he would kill them or let them go. As long as if he needed supplies, they were dead. He Good would kill Lord. them off and take and just rob them of everything they had. This is cool. literally me playing a video game. Like this is not. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. Uh, any solar trover he came across if he needed supplies, he'd kill them as long as he had the relative privacy to do the killing and robbing, allowing him more days or even sometimes weeks of survival, marching West toward California. While Boone had found a violent way to survive day to day in the wilderness, he was still no nature guide and even less of a navigator days of wandering turned to weeks of wandering passing travelers was never a guarantee and eventually his supplies ran out again with nobody passing by to kill and take from and when his food died or when his food died off his donkey was killed and butchered turned to jerky to try and survive as long as he could the first sensible thing he's done to survive agreed Oh, eventually the donkey jerky would run short, and starvation was once again weighing heavily on his shoulders. And if he didn't find something soon, he was going to die. You okay over there, Jesse? You look like you're having a stroke, my man. I just his character
2: arc. I guess I'm gonna say that. I guess that's the way to describe it. <laughs> is so crazy to me. But I but now I'm starting to get it. I'm starting to see like he. Uh, uh, was always good at taking out people mm-hmm. and it turns out the one thing he's still good at is taking out people and mm-hmm. so rather than doing all this work he's going to get to the west and he's going to find his fame and fortune but he needs to get there first so he's going to do the one thing he's always been good at taking people out it checks Django. out it's just so it's so much it's so much
0: yeah but you like I said uh, in the first episode man the only thing that drove him was making sure he could get to the next day and uh, he's very animal. Like he's like an animal. Yeah, he's very much like, an yeah, animal. Like a, or, you know, to your point, child, early. he's very. Yeah, he's very much like a kid with an adult like capabilities mm-hmm. and doesn't know right. from. This all. is literally well, the book Blood Meridian, like literally. It's nuts. It's uh, it's a fascinating story. It's, it's mm-hmm. why I wanted to make this three parts, just because there's so much here that I want to kind of like dive into. Well, unfortunately for a hunter out in the wild, Boone had found him. There was no attempt at conversation this time. Boone simply took his rifle, sat up on a hill nearby, and shot the man, intending to take whatever animals he'd caught to help him survive the next few days or weeks. But as he waded his way into the hunter's camp after killing him, he'd realized that the hunter had a miserable day of hunting and hadn't caught a single thing. So he plopped himself on a nearby log and took a break. Waves of exhaustion were crushing him. Dizzy spells followed, and soon the campsite itself wavered in and out of focus as the campfire kept him warm. His stomach ached, and food was the only thing on his mind. There was nothing around to eat, and Boone refused to die. His gaze eventually settled on the corpse that had been sitting now there for hours and made a decision.
2: Yo, here we go!
0: He fell I'm from moving to lob- Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, he moved to Kentucky.
1: He, he made fell, 13 herbs and spices. <laughs> and,
0: and he took on the Call name Colonel.
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is John Wayne Gacy's great, 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 great grandfather. He fell to his stomach from the log and crawled over to the now cold corpse, pulling out his bowie knife from the sheath as he did. He climbed on top as difficult as it was and roughly sliced away a hunk of meat and muscle, wow. jamming it onto the tip of his knife as the, cold pl- as the cold blood pooled beneath the body and began to roast the meat over the fire. The smell of the roasting meat made his stomach growl and his mouth salivate. He wouldn't even let it cook through before gorging on the first piece and quickly slicing off another hunk, and then another, and another, until he would not only sated his hunger, but his stomach hurt from how much he ate and a mangled corpse lay nearby as evidence of his deeds. That's how Deadpool saved Archangel one time.
1: Uh, Is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he Dead, carved out chunks of meat. Deadpool from- can regenerate his health, his his, true. his his flesh, so you can just eat him forever if you think about it. That's true. That's true. Have we? Question. Just trying to break up the lev. Just get a little levity in there. You know we what saying? do a little levity, levity
2: in there? Did we do a Donner Party episode? Not yet
1: that that's, will be a big, how have we big, never done that because there's oh, that's not gonna happen. a weird entity in an in, in an AI but online forum <laughs>
2: about do the no, no no this that's is like one bad day away
0: I the Donner party is fully planned I want to do a huge like amazing parter on the whole thing because that whole story once you like the whole thing is so fascinating I've read a couple books about it like it is so interesting so yes we will be doing that at some point we will Loverly. be there for it will be there I promise After, though, uh, he was sated, he eventually fell asleep to the warmth of the fire. And when morning came, perhaps a twinge of guilt had hit him. He still had no food, but at least he now had a horse and valuables. And though the thought to carve pieces off the body lingered briefly, he quickly buried the thought and left out on his own. But hunger wasn't far behind and whatever guilt he'd felt was gone at the first sign of an appetite as he cursed himself for not taking a thick piece of meat to save his needs for later. Curse me. Curse me. At this point, though, Boone had decided that he must have traveled far enough west that whatever lawmen might be looking for him had long given up. I
2: thought you were about to Real? say he was in California. Yeah, he is there. He, he must it. be he there. there. <laughs> he must be there. Uh, he was still in Kentucky. He- <laughs> Uh, he was in Kansas, remember? Um, right, no, he just went the wrong way. You said it was bad. I'm trying to get us back to the thing he, he said this man
1: was a Kentucky cannibal, and we are nowhere near Kentucky. He was born in Kentucky, Jesse. That's not how that works. He gets the that and he works. puts mashed potatoes and corn, and then he puts the <laughs> gravy on top, and then he puts the human <laughs> bits, and it's like a famous <laughs> bowl.
0: Oh, man. Oh, yes. Oh, I would have a human famous bowl. Delicious.
1: At my office, they used to stop by the A&W KFC and put the curds from the A&W into the famous bowl from KFC and uh, never wake up. That sounds up. kind of good. And they actually. never wake
0: up. Yeah, they would they never wake slip up. into that coma and disappear. <laughs> uh, but to clarify, Jesse, he is heading generally west at this point. Like he's been wandering in the woods and I'm and I'm sure he hasn't been making a ton of progress. But he is meandering in the westward direction now, and he is on that
1: I hope way. He becomes a fucking movie producer next. <laughs> That's
0: the next step. He gets to Hollywood, California. That's yeah. He is. Uh, he becomes Hollywood's first director. Uh, at this point, though, Boone had decided that he must have, like I said, traveled far enough where men, the lawmen, had stopped giving up, and realizing he'd do much better on the road again with watering holes and trading posts along the way, and so finally. Boone's aimless wandering in the wilderness came to an end as he joined an actual path and road West.
1: (laughs) He got to a street and he is fine. Now
0: (laughs) he literally, he then quickly found a caravan was able to trade his valuables that he had stolen from the guy he murdered for supplies and continued his journey West to California where eventually he would actually cross the border and made his way towards civilization once more. This is my new Vegas playthrough is what it is. <laughs> it would not be long before Boone caught wind and rumors that the, his own hell his own family, the Helm family had roots all the way out in California. If this, this motherfucker point.
1: showed up on my doorstep. I would shoot him in the heart.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, if you would, uh, if you, if these people had a way to learn what Boone had done, I'm sure they might've done the same thing. Um, Stories of the of the Johnson brothers, specifically the three, there were three brothers living in California that were part of the Helm family. Uh, stories of the Johnson brothers' violent deeds had ingrained themselves in the local folks in California's memories, a rarity in a world where violent behavior was an everyday norm. Boone took interest, but he wouldn't have to go looking for them. The Johnson brothers had actually heard of their own cousin coming into town, and some whispers of his and some whispers of his wild lifestyle at West were right behind him. They hadn't known any details, only that Boone seemed like to uh, seemed to be like them, and so they would go out looking for him instead. The Johnson brothers, <laughs> the Johnson brothers were similar to Boone in many ways. They hated work, loved to drink, and loved a good brawl in a saloon even more. The difference was Each of the three brothers had their own stake of land out here that was riddled with gold. Problem was working is hard and they hated it. Moreover, gold rush towns were insanely inflated prices. This is a bit of history that I actually didn't really know until I started doing this episode is that uh, the prices in gold rush towns were super high because everybody was out there bringing home gold. That was gold rush towns that actually had gold coming in, not like ones that failed. Yeah.
1: Uh, and San Francisco's rent has been fucking high ever since. Ever
2: since. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah well,
0: pretty much. Yeah. Uh yeah, so they they like the what little money they made they, from going to their own claims and they each had their own gold mine claim would be pissed away within a night or two. Mm-hmm. Only ever going to, into their staked claims when their funds ran dry and they needed more money to drink. What, were they like hard workers? No, they were super lazy. Like how did they get gold? Because they were there first and that's how it worked if you got out to the west first you got to stake claim for free land right so, so they, they were staked just claim on little little mines that had a ton of gold in them and what it was there oh was my god theirs.
2: what is the name of that movie with Tom
0: Cruise and the cold kid
1: oh my god it's called uh Farnway Far, that is literally the premise of that movie oh god, I'll I'm gonna be a boxer sure. I'm gonna become a boxer get oh. the land
0: you've got to get on the horse <laughs> i mean right i guess that it. sounds like it. i've never seen the movie like, but it sounds like it's watch. like a
1: history teacher would put it on in class type of movie and tom cruise okay yes. just tom cruise is just outclassed by the idea of doing an irish accent it just oh, oh i gotta hear it now i gotta go dude, listen to a it, bit it now jokes just like this it jokes <laughs> like this
0: listen he found his niche as an action star thankfully you know like he's sprinting his role. towards shit and screaming yeah, <laughs> yeah. and, and flying
1: to machines go to me <laughs> guys let's go see top gun in texas it's the only place i'm down yo, yeah let's I do would it be so down to do that we gotta go we'll do the night you get in yeah we gotta do it either uh in in texas or in san diego it's the only two places hey, you're allowed to watch wait. it <laughs> yo we could go to the bar yeah. from the movie i've been there
0: that's what i'm talking about Ooh, the barbecue place it. yeah 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 i'm down oh yeah we got some barbecue while your boys are down here for a couple of days hell yeah right. uh so <laughs> like i said the boys would spend the gold that they found all on drink until they needed more money and they'd go get more money from their little their little claims. Right. When Boone, when they went and found Boone, they would actually offer Boone the opportunity to work with them in their minds for a cut of the profits with the intent of him eventually saving up and buying out another local miner and taking their claim for his own, setting down proper roots in the town, and enjoying time with uh, the rowdy and rough personality many of the Helm families seem to have. Uh, they, they, The brothers really did want like to him to join them and just like become one of their own friends and then just like welcome in, welcome into the family and give him a place to stay. But even for his own family, Boone's laziness was far beyond theirs and his violence more than they bargained for. Each day, Boone would follow a different brother to their claim, doing as little work as possible for the same stake and profits that they promised. And instead of saving what he made. He spent it alongside them even faster than they did in the bar, drinking and fighting after he had too much to drink.
2: How did we get time out? How (laughs) is the moral of this story so far? Laziness leads to cannibalism. (laughs) I I mean, that's where we're at. That's dude was so lazy. He was like,
1: I guess I gotta eat a person. It's not wrong. (laughs) Crazy. (laughs) Eventually, you're going to have to if you don't do anything.
0: I mean, if you're, you're lazy right. enough where you can Yeah, it's true. Uh, but even Boone's violence was more than they expected. Having to pull him off of fights that he had fought and clearly already won, but would not cease beating the person that he was fighting. And while gun duels were common enough, most people who did gun duels were doing it for posturing and bragging rights. But Boone seemed to take an opportunity for a duel, that any any opportunity he could to have a gun duel, killing the man outright every time, sating his bloodlust in a new and legal way. Because when the law came over and inspected the gun duel, they were always dismissed as legal killing. I would have shot this man in cold blood
1: if I was his. <laughs> I mean, if I was his relative, if
0: I was his relative, I would have just murdered him, and you would have been hung. That's the shitty part. Like you would have been hung for no it because one, the- no
1: one would ever be able to tell. They can't see if i peed on him or whatever they can't think, what <laughs> well i'm not understand where that came There's from No actually. csi like what am i like i'm in the mine with this dude and he's dead then they're like
0: who killed him yeah you could probably do something along those lines where like you maybe kill him with like a rock to the head and, and then maybe cause like a small little collapse yeah 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 yeah, yeah. but if you just to shoot him in cold blood in the public unfortunately no matter how bad he is he would have been killed i would before. say
1: he tried to shoot me in a bullshit duel and i killed him and then yeah. everybody would be yeah. like, I mean, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, the more time went on, the more of the truth of Boone's actions made their way West and into California. And while they had their suspicions, Boone might've been holding back on the stories that he told them while they uh, drank with him in the saloon at night, it became apparent just how much of the truth he hid. Boone had murdered his own family. And, it, <laughs> and if family wasn't safe, how were they going to be right? And what else was? Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Kill this man.
0: Give him to the police.
1: Tie him up. Put him away. Do whatever.
0: Is that what you think is going to happen? You think this is it? You think this is the end of the road? I
1: A little girl who's related to him is going to pull a gun on him and she's going to call the cops over and they're going to say, what's wrong, Maggie Sue? And she's going to say, he killed his family. And then the, he's going to go to jail and then um, he's going to invent uh,
2: he's going to eat chicken. his
1: way out.
0: <laughs> he's
2: going to eat his way out. Yeah, he's he gonna dig out of here! No, he ate his way out <laughs> through the guards, through the warden, everyone gone. It matters
1: not; all must go. He was a chicken uh. that ate other chickens.
0: <laughs> well, for the three Johnson brothers, it was no longer their goal to keep Boone in town and get him settled. They wanted him gone as soon as humanly possible. They just needed to do it without direct confrontation. The stories that they had heard made him out to be a horrifying monster and they dare not risk his violence and temper. They would come up with multiple plans, but all of them were never really truly plausible. attempting to get him drunk and convince him to leave. Things like that. snipe him while he's not looking. <laughs> yeah, they needed to somehow trick Boone into leaving, but they never found a good way to do it. Boone had it extremely good in town now with family to mooch off of, and when his frustrations grew too high, legal murder to cool off of. Luckily for the Johnson brothers, though, as was tendency for Boone, Boone's violence would cross the line again and force the law to come knocking. Boone had made plenty of enemies in his time working with his family here in California. Other miners were some of his favorites to pick fights with, and he always leapt at the chance to beat them into submission. But when he wasn't given the chance to beat another miner that he'd started a fight with in the saloon that night, the next day he came hunting him down, gun in hand, and shot him in cold blood in the middle of town. <laughs> uh, I, just, I know fuck? you guys see. I'm pausing for the listeners. I'm just I, just. I just like to watch Jesse's face today. It's like, is this constant surprise and yet comedy? Like it's just, it's just. It's fun to watch. I've never. Yeah.
2: It just the 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 hits keep coming.
0: Like I told you, new Mathis, baby, and you, and you, Mathis. This is not your typical true, true crime. No serial killer bingo is going to be marked off on this one. He knew what his actions meant though, immediately. And shortly after he took the kill, he rode off to the Johnson brothers, thanking them profusely for the opportunity and hospitality. Hugs ensued and a bunch of, I hope I see you again, uh, passed between them before, after saying goodbye, mounting his horse and with his belongings, riding off over the hill to the reliefs of his family. Where he died of tetanus. (laughs) Yeah, that's what happened. In the weeks following, news of Boone's escape from the asylum reached the Johnson brothers' ears, and they were saddled with what they should do with this information. They debated if they should send the news back of what he'd done and where he went, maybe to send the law after him. But they were now terrified of Boone. Unsure of which of his stories he told of his travels in, in the wild were truth or fiction, and they had no intention of finding out if they'd ever cross paths again and decided to keep their mouths shut for their own safety. God forbid the law find them, he survives, and he comes back for vengeance. Boone, though, was now on his way to Oregon, and on his travels he'd collect a motley crew of six bandits and cutthroats to bolster his activities and keep him company. But what he wasn't aware of how, uh, what he wasn't aware of was how close to an end his violent life was leading him to. And that's where we'll pick up next week for the final part of the Kentucky cannibal Boone helm. The Magnificent Seven. (laughs) Yeah, like the worst version of the magnificent tarnished seven the tarnished dilapidated seven yeah we will learn of more cannibalistic tendencies in the last in the next episode and the ultimate fate of what happened to boone and his motley little crew as they spent weeks and months traveling out in the wilderness absolutely insane boone never ever got good of mind you he never got good at it but uh yeah that's the episode boys i hope you enjoyed and Thank you all so much for listening out there. I hope you enjoyed this crazy tale of a Wild West serial killer eating bodies out of laziness because that's, yes, he made an excellent absolutely point. depraved. That's uh, what's
1: happening. It's crazy. You know, go buy tickets to go see us in Austin on May 26th at com. And if you go sign up for our Patreon, I will tell you this right now. The uh, uh article that I'm going to bring to this, the Minisode is about something that happened to me, and to Jesse, and to all of us Real the life. other day. Real life, okay. paranormal bullshit. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm excited. Oh, I'm so excited to listen Real to that. Real life, it happened. I was there. Okay. That was right. fucked I- up. All right, and Jesse was okay. literally my witness to this, too, so that's great. I saw it happen. I yeah. saw
0: it happen. What? I don't know what's happening. Oh, I'm jealous. I'm so jealous. Okay, we're off to do a mini-sode. Also, we've got a bunch of new little, little goals we're hitting toward. At twelve and a half thousand, I'm gonna go ahead and, and put together a sexy bean boy cosplay for Alex. Yeah, uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll record an episode like that. And at twelve thousand, I'm thinking we could do like a thirty minute once a month thirty minute Q and A. Patreon submit some questions, we answer them. What
2: if instead we go to haunted house? You cowards! I'm down. Uh, we got to.
0: We're doing we we it. hit that. We're doing it. Yeah, we've already hit that goal. Yeah. We just gotta find a haunted house, uh. and I, it, it's gotta be in California because that will be the easiest way to do it because the only I'll require to be traveling. Yeah, we got so it. Or, that's or all
2: do you know that there's a hotel in San Antonio that all the yes. Rough Riders used to stay at? We mm-hmm. just go rent a place Emily there for the night. Emily Morgan,
0: baby. Yeah, that's the Emily a, Morgan. I stayed there twice. There.
2: Each of us in a separate room. We have to record it.
1: Lights off all night. I'd super be down go for to that. The, go, to the, uh, go to the Chiluminati Pod subreddit and suggest, instead of just putting dreams for Jesse to interpret Suggest haunted places for us to go sleep in that are in Mm. either California or in Texas. It's got to be good if it's in Texas because it costs twice as much money and I got to fly out all my camera equipment. (sighs)
0: <sighs> it's Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, ideally out in L.A. Um, that would be best. When does the uh, plushie come out? Where's our plushie? I, I don't know. I just know that the email signups are still happening. I don't know the date when it's supposed to come out. My guess is likely end of May when the T-shirt run stops. I imagine the plushie run will probably begin shortly thereafter. Uh You still have a chance to get the limited time T over at the Yeti dot com It's at the end of May. It's gone and it will never be up for, for grabs again. Um, and the last thing I want to say, yeah, I got a lot of messages about people wanting us to do live shows all over the place. We'd love to. Honestly, if like as the Patreon grows, we'll have more freedom to kind of like fly out to places a little bit more irregularly and try to just do more shows across the country. So if you want to see us out there, supporting the Patreon is also a really good way to make that happen. Um, we are off to go take care of Minnesota. And I'm going to go listen to Alex having a paranormal encounter with the skeptic as witness. That sounds amazing. We'll see you guys next week. We love you. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Anyway, me and my wife were sitting outside, indulging on our porch one night, enjoying ourselves. I needed to go to the bathroom. So I stepped back inside and after a few moments, I hear my wife go, holy shit, get out here. So I quickly dash back outside. And she's looking up at the sky in a fog. I look up too, and there's a perfect line of dozen lights traveling across the sky.